that was crazy too. Yeah. You know, winning All Stars during um, a pandemic. You know, being yeah. like, oh my God, you just like achieved your dreams, and then you like close your laptop and sit in your living room like. Yeah, it's like in moments like that, you're like, I'm that girl, huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit captainmorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. And welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your favorite. Everybody knows me. Who cares about me? We all care about the guests. Today, I have the one and only, the world famous drag queen, Miss Shay Coulee. Woo! Hey. Oh my God. I am literally so honored to have you. I am so excited to be here. Let me just say, first and foremost, I am such a huge fan of yours. Likewise, um, babe. Really, nothing really quite brings me joy more <laughs> than seeing like cis hetero male assholes being put in their place White and, ones. <laughs> oh, <especially>. <laughs> <laughs> and the moment that i came across your content on tiktok yeah. i was all like wait a minute is this bestie like <laughs> is that me yeah <laughs> um, it's like lich one of my favorites so i'm so excited to be here you are a superstar Thank i'm honored i literally you. am such a fan like I, I love 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 drag race so oh. i'm a huge fan of yours thank you your makeup artistry blows me away thank you so much i just had to get that out the way you know what we should share some of the old pictures so you can see how far <laughs> i'm sure it looks better than mine but yeah. i guarantee it there are some days i go and i look at those old pictures the ones like on facebook not on instagram <laughs> and i'm like thank god these are like tucked away so deep that's literally me but i was not <laughs> <laughs> anywhere near where you were i'm sure i was like way 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 worse my um actually my first like uh like drag guide because like you know in the world of drag culture a lot of us have like you know like mothers or mm -hmm. whatever but i didn't really have any drag queens in the scene that were when i first started were like willing to like take me under their wing yeah. i don't know why because i'm a sweetheart but <laughs> um my friend um tiger lily she's like my bff yeah. um uh, and i think that's also like why i really loved your content because like you remind me a lot of her she's Aww. filipino she's like amazing she's like a mystic she reads tarot she's love. just like such and like just like the biggest heart just i love, love a witchy so. bitch she let me tell is. you and she's also like a bad bitch love. too you know like do not <laughs> with her she will roll up she will pull up in a minute like you know like one of those friends like does not like does not even need to ask any questions you look at them a certain type of way and she's like yeah. who are we gonna jump like <laughs> you know what I'm saying a ride like, or die a ride or die mm -hmm. she definitely it's my ride or die but she was like the one that like years ago was like our nickname for each other is Tosh we call each other Tosh mm -hmm. and she was just like Tosh have you seen the show RuPaul's Drag Race and I was just all like no I don't have that channel like I don't she's like I do you're coming over we're gonna watch it because she's just all like I really think that you need to be on this show no way swear to god and I was just all like okay and then like watched it was <clears throat> actually Raja's season season three that was yeah. the first one I watched yeah. and I remembered Raja from America's Next Top Model because I was so obsessed with that show growing yeah. up <laughs> and I was just all like wait a second and Raja just really opened my mind to like you know the different types of drag because she was such like you know she was the OG fashion queen yeah. you know because Chicago has like a very pageant centric okay. drag culture yeah. and then next to that is like a really kind of like underground deep club kid culture mm -hmm. so you know there really was not this like lane of like fashion queens and yeah. as someone who's always been a lover of it I didn't really see myself fitting into any of those spaces yeah. so when I saw Raja I was like 
sews. Yeah, I was just all like, this girl is everything, you know. And then to be able to uh, work with her on All Star 7 was iconic. Like, they say, like, don't meet your idols, but she's definitely one that's worth meeting. Like, Raja... Were you like, thank God? I was honestly (laughs) like, thank God, because she's honestly one of the most magical, like, human beings. Like, the way that, like, Raja just, like, carries herself, Mm -hmm. like, in a room. Like, her aura, her energy is just all, like show-stopping it is and Mm -hmm. you're just like this is a really powerful person that like knows themselves knows how to advocate for themselves and it's so full of like love it's very giving and generous so yeah honestly the drag race journey has been just absolutely wonderful so full circle it really has like what are the odds like your bestie tells you about drag race she's like get on there and then you (laughs) didn't just get on there babe (laughs) you won that bitch period i know all-star queen that was crazy too you know winning all-stars during um a pandemic you know being like oh my god you just like achieved your dreams and then you like close your laptop and sit in your living room like i did that Yeah, it's like in moments like that, you're like, that girl, Yeah. Mm. It's not when you're, like, in the thick of it. It's, like, after the fact. Yeah. It's almost like the hangover you get after. Mm -hmm. I literally just got a little case for my crown, so it's now, like, on display in my house. Before that, it was still just, like, sitting in, like, a box for, like, two years (laughs) because I I didn't want it to get dusty. I was just all, like... Protecting it. Yeah, I was protecting it. I just, like, kept it in this little, like, black case, but then I finally found a case for it, so now... I get to put it on my God. That is so incredible. I'm, that's why I've like, you know, and I've only been doing this, I guess, full time, like a year. And there are very few people that I've been like kind of nervous to meet. And like, you're one of them. Oh. And Trixie was another one. (laughs) Yes. I was like, just because I like have loved you for so long that I was like nervous. And And you guys are so funny and energetic and like charismatic that I was like, damn, I'm going to have to step my pussy up when you guys come on my show. Oh my God. No, not (laughs) at all. Because your energy is right, girl. And and the thing that's crazy too about Trixie is like, we go way back Mm because we started off. Um, together because she's from Milwaukee. Yeah. So we used to like, she would come to Chicago, perform. We would go to Milwaukee, perform. We would like crash at each other's houses, on each other's couches. Well, actually, she had this humongous beanbag chair. <laughs> and I kid you not, me and Kim Chi would like spoon on that big ass <laughs> beanbag chair all the time because, um, even though she had technically like a guest room in that apartment, it was yeah. just full of Barbies. <laughs> she <laughs> loves her Barbies. It was like no place for a human in that room because it was just. <laughs> I remember going over there the first time, and I was just all like, "So you're one <laughs> of those that's arguably the whitest doll thing about people. her." Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> her doll collection. I was all like, "Wow, this is like really interesting. Just shelves of Barbies <laughs> everywhere." Dude, I'm like so in love with both of you. So that's why I was like a little nervous, but I was like, it's all right. Yeah, we got because this. Because we're besties. Yeah, we're besties. We, we know that about each other already. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into our topic for today. So, our topic for today, I want to talk to you about what it takes to be a queen, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're a drag race, drag race queen. Mm-hmm. We already know that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like queen is like a all-encompassing mentality absolutely more of a mindset absolutely a mindset so what comes to your mind when you think of like what it takes to be a queen to be like that that bitch i think being a queen is like really understanding that you have value Mm -hmm. and importance regardless of any circumstance literally just being on this earth breathing Mm -hmm. as a human being you have value you have purpose and don't let anybody take that away from you or make you feel less than I feel like a queen is someone who really just like owns themselves is not afraid to take up space and you know just like slays and I think it's like really because like a lot of people I feel like they uh really think about confidence as being like such a key factor and the thing that I feel like a lot of people don't understand about confidence is like Mm -hmm. no one can tell whether 
you're faking it or not. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, like, so sometimes, like, you have to, like, build yourself up, mm-hmm. you know, in order to help yourself just, like, achieve the things that you want to do. Yeah. And to receive the respect that you want. Yeah. Like, there, it's so crazy. There have been so many times in life where I've been, like, incredibly nervous to do something or put myself out there. And when yeah. I stepped outside of my comfort zone and just kind of, like, stood in my truth yeah. and just, like, tried to, like, own my power, those were, like, the moments where I got, like, so much you know powerful reception from what it was I was like trying to do so yeah I think being a queen is just like understanding that you're a badass bitch all on your own (laughs) you don't need anybody else's validation besides your own exactly I also what were you doing before drag race before drag race I was god I was a hustler I was doing so much I um, worked as a host at this restaurant called Replay. <laughs> I also worked as an educator at this adult toy store. <laughs> Love. So, you know, I was slinging Love. those sex toys on the weekend. Girl, oh my, you know what? I helped. <laughs> the one thing that I was proud of about that job is I helped so many women peg their boyfriends. Like that was honestly my favorite, and I like, and that's a sleigh. Oh, it is a sleigh. <laughs> like I would be in there on Saturday afternoons, you know. Right. And Saturday afternoons in Chicago, we call that straight brunch, you know, because like the gays always be doing it on Sunday. Yeah, but um, you know, every once in a while, it's like this couple would wander in, like mm-hmm. kind of mid afternoon after they've had, you know, their mimosas and some cocktails, you know, and they're just kind of <laughs> curious, walking around, and so then they'd be like asking, like, "Oh, well, do you have anything?" Um, you know just about like strap-ons or what and I was like oh you're looking for a strap-on so then I would honestly like always like kind of like help the guys first of all just like understanding that you know I'm like being stimulated in your butthole is not gay there you go. And I was just all like, and I guarantee you that your girlfriend will absolutely like do the damn thing. Um, and <laughs> and then enjoy with, herself. Yeah, enjoy herself too. Yeah. And I was, and I would always like help them. And like once, like I would start asking them, being like, well, you know, like obviously. Uh, the girlfriend has opinions on like, you know, strap-ons and kind of like what she would identify with. Like mm-hmm. th- she'd be like, okay, like this is the kind what of like, she's dick into. I think I would have. And then I would be <laughs> like, and I would ask him, I'd be like, and what kind of dick do you think you want to <laughs> with? And that was always, you know, and then like they would always be like, hmm, I never really thought about that. And I'd be like, well, look at this wall of them and you just pick out the one that you want and I'll be over here at the counter you and her you guys you have a conversation you talk and then when you need me I'm here. You say whatever but, you're feeling, babe. Yeah, I would what's be your, slinging those your, things just like, because I was just all like, no judgment. The, uh, oh my God. Yeah, I, I used wazoo, to love babe. helping straight couples do that all the time. So yeah, that was like one of my favorites. I love that. What mm-hmm. a fun job. Yes. How empowering. It was. For the couples themselves. I know. And yeah. it was so, it was so fun to, you know, just like destigmatize a lot of things for them. Make people just like more comfortable with exploring yeah. their sexuality. like as a couple too it was just really great and I made good money doing it so you know I was like I'm that girl (laughs) (laughs) what's the hardest job you've ever had the hardest job um landscaping you were a landscaper (laughs) yes I I was like out in the sun like (laughs) Mowing like lawns, trimming like bushes, trimming bushes, like you no name way. it. I will never forget the the one time because like I was like doing this because like what we did, like the company that we worked for was like you know more so kind of like community focused, charity based, and we would go and help like elderly couples that oh, that's like elderly nice. people who you know didn't Need have help. yeah who yeah. needed help, mm-hmm. and you know so sometimes like you know the yards would be like really unkempt, like yeah. really long grass, and I will never forget one time I was like mowing this yard. It was after 4th of July. Yeah. And there happened to be, like, this, like, firework that just happened to be, like, in the the yard. And I didn't see it because the grass was so tall. Yeah. And I ran over it with the lawnmower. And it exploded. Like, boom. Like, just. And, like, it was so loud that I literally, like, lost hearing for, like, 10 seconds. It was just, like, ringing. And I was like, (laughs) 
just happened? <laughs> yeah, I will never. It was the loudest boo. I will never forget that. And I'm just so like, what even, a terrifying thing to happen. Yeah, when you're just and, trying to mow a lawn. Yeah. Oh my and god. And honestly, ever since that job, haven't mowed another lawn. <laughs> you're like, I'm good. Yeah. Honestly, I was I'll like, take no yard. Like living in the city, so like <laughs> yards aren't like a big thing. I was just like, if I do like get a yard, I'm just gonna do like one of those TikTok like clover yards or like moss, <laughs> something that you don't have to mow. Yeah. The nah. fake grass. The fake grass. Mm-hmm. Actually, that, uh, okay. I had a place that, like, we had this really big back porch, and I just, like, covered the whole thing in AstroTurf. And, like, I was like, honestly, I could get into this AstroTurf life. Right? Yeah. It's so low maintenance in that sense. Low maintenance yeah. can handle, like, high degrees of, like, heat without yeah. melting. Yeah. You know, it's it got a filtration. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She loved it. Baby yeah. was always out there, just, like, rolling around in it. So it's like, perfect. <laughs> Slay. Yeah. A big slay. <laughs> One of the jobs I had, um, I've always said the hardest job I've ever had was being a waitress oh. because people are vile for no reason. No you, reason. It's like some people literally go out with the intention of antagonizing your waitress uh-huh. or your waiter. It's like their kink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah literally. Uh-huh. They go do that and then they go to the sex shop after. Oh, uh, right. Right. <laughs> and then they, they come need, and see me. Yeah. They don't need the sex shop because they went there and got their jollies. Yeah. Of being terrible to a server. Yeah. I always like advocate for tipping and tipping well. Yeah, absolutely. Because my God, that Maybe is going a, through it. a thankless job. <sighs> truly. I but one of the jobs I had actually, I worked as like um I worked with a public relations firm for uh, an engineering mm-hmm. company. So basically we would do a public outreach for like big infrastructure projects, so mm-hmm. like construction. Yeah. And nobody likes construction. (laughs) So, like, part of my job was to go door to door and, like, tell people, like, hey, your back, like, your freeway is going to be terrible for the next, like, year, I -hmm. think. Maybe Mm -hmm. 10. I don't know. Um, do you want to get emails about it? Like I, that was as like a canvasser, like door to door, like knocking and being like, hey, you're going to sit in traffic in your morning commute for the next seven years. I'm right. so sorry, to, sorry to be the one to tell you. The way I would get berated on front lawns, they'd be like, this is what happens when, well, like they're telling you, and I'm like, well, clearly I make the decisions Yeah, because I'm in a too tight blue polo right. on your porch at two, on Tuesday afternoon. Like I'm standing here sweating. Right. I'm in like my new balances and I'm like, yeah, right. I'm so sorry to hear right. that. The way that people would lose their minds because they hate traffic. Yeah. I mean, it's cr- it's like, oh man, and, and to, it, like you said, you're like clearly I'm the boss, you <laughs> yeah, know. And I'm babe. just like, it's so crazy how people just want to shoot the messenger. Yeah. Like, I'm like, girl, look at my split ends. Like, right. I'm not the, I'm not the head honcho of yeah. this of this like project. I'm not the one right. making the call, babe. Right. I can promise you that. I would just be like, okay, well. Just yeah. Let me know if you'd like emails and I'd have to like exactly. leave. Oh gosh. I <laughs> and I too worked at Starbucks for oh, um, man. Like two years. And one the like first location that I worked at was just all like Karen Central. Oh my and God. so I like would just get yelled at some like speaking of kinks, I remember there was this one lady who I was just all like, I knew that she always wanted to come in and yell at us for something like she was always looking it, for something there was always something. like literally i will never forget you know in chicago we had a blizzard mm-hmm. i was working an opening shift so we have to be there at like 4 30 in the morning yeah um my the key holder at the time she had spun out and was like in a ditch so I had to wait terrifying. for her husband her husband no, not her husband <laughs> She had to wait for her husband to come and like get her and like bring her to the store. So yeah. we opened like, you know, a little bit late. Damn, and she's still going to work. Homegirl comes in, you know, it's open and she's just all she is literally having a fit. Like, why is the coffee not ready? And like oh my, my boss was God. like, Um, I had like a little accident today, and like that's why, you know, and because I... the weather, like look outside, like that's why we're a little bit late this morning. Yeah. And um she said something and my boss was just like, Okay, well, you can just go to the other Starbucks. I was just like, honestly, there was one like right up the street. But it's just like we were her favorite one to come to. Terrorize. <laughs> and then like literally she like storms out, gets in her car in the parking lot. And like, I don't even know what was going through her head. But she wanted to like try and act like she was about to like peel out of there like skirt. 
And it was a blizzard. And then she spun out and then ran into one of the light poles, like, in the parking lot. In the parking parking lot? lot, Right in front. We watched her do it. And I just remember. And then the best part is my manager, like, walked up to the door, like, looking through the window, made direct eye contact, and then just locked the door. (laughs) (laughs) If you believe in nothing else, believe in karma, bitch. Yes. Because you're like, I've seen it. We're like, you can call the cops from out there to come and help you, the tow truck, whatever. I think you're calling the cops so they can help you, you with your car. With your car. When you call them, then you could tell them they were late. With if my only coffee. there was a hot cup of coffee that could keep you warm <laughs> You know what would make you here. feel better? Hot coffee in a warm room to be yeah. in. Sucks. Sucks. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. The way stuff like that just, like, it'll keep me going for a year. Oh, absolutely. If I'm ever feeling down, I'm going to think about something. I'm going to think about your situation. I'm going to be like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, girl, it's been 15 years since then. And I still, I'm like, mm, you that was great. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Slice near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there, and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. I, when I used to serve in a restaurant, um, there was this one couple that would come in once a week every time and they always had coupons and we never gave out coupons. It was like, I, I don't know where the, <laughs> where she, she was just making them at home and right. she was like, I have a coupon. And so my manager was like, she's old. She comes all the time. Just like do the coupon like it's it's like it's like a fake money thing like you know when kids are like oh Here's yeah. my money like that's yeah, literally uh-huh. how it was it's like so, okay he's all just play the game like she'll leave i'm like okay so i'm serving them all night and then like when i come to take the check she's like can i ask you a question i'm like yeah sure and she's like uh she goes i just want to know why you've been serving him first all night because they had a party, like they always came in a couple, but th- this time they had like extra people. So I think she was feeling like she wanted to show she, out. Yeah, she you know what I mean. Like, mm, she's like, she's all check this shit out. Like, you know, where she starts harassing <laughs> right. me, and then she's like, "You've been serving him first, and like I'm always last." And I feel like this old white lady. She's like, "I feel like you should be uh, supporting women." Like she's trying to make it a feminist thing, and then I'm like listening to her. Uh huh. You know, you have that, that uh-huh. fake uh-huh. customer service. Uh-huh. You're like. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah. I'm holding space for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me how you're feeling. And she's like, "Yeah," and blah 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 blah. She goes on this tangent, and then I go, "Okay, um, I hear what you're saying. To answer your question, um, I have to serve in a circle. Like I have yeah. to serve per the seat. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in seat one, so that's yeah. It's just oh. that's why. And then we were just looking at each other. I was like, "Do you have any other questions?" questions? And she was like, Inquiries. "No, but I do have a coupon." I'm like, "Well, there you go." <laughs> like, well, I knew that. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I wasn't ready for the other one, but I was waiting for that one. I was like, I'm never serving that lady again. If she comes in, put her in someone else's section. I'm never serving that bitch again. Yeah. Just customer service is like one of the hardest jobs in the yeah, world. Yeah, like I, like I always, any kind of customer service interaction I have now, like I always like put in so much effort to just be kind. Same. Because I'm just all like, I'm sure that this person has dealt with so many assholes oh my before God. me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just all like, I am not going to be another one that like piles on. So even like when shit is going terribly wrong and yeah. I want to be mad, yeah. I'm still in there like, okay, so... Um, <laughs> 
Same. I know that that piece of furniture that I ordered a year and a half ago um, <laughs> is still delayed. Um, just wanted to request politely if I could get just any kind of update on what, like, literally people would be like, thank you for being so nice. I know. Like, on calls. And I'm like, oh my Damn. God. That reminds me, I'll tell one more story. I one time was flying this way, way before I had a platform, but I was in Hawaii with my boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then we were going home. And we had already checked out of our Airbnb. We returned the car. We did all that stuff. And then when we got there, like, the whole um, ticket counter was down. So, like, it, you know, we were flying Hawaiian Airlines. So, so many flights got delayed. It was just, like, a malfunction or uh, something yeah. like that. So, we finally got through TSA. We missed our flight. It was gone. Mm-hmm. And so, we were like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll just go to the counter. And I was, like, trying to think because at the time we were, like, balling on a budget. So, I was like, I can't afford to stay here any more days. Yeah. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So, we were going up to the counter and there was, like, a Karen in front of me. And so the person at the desk was like listening to her and she was like, I just think this is ridiculous. Like, blah, blah, blah. like acting like she's the only bitch who missed her flight. Exactly. I'm like the the, airplane, the airport is a place where people literally take their brain out and throw in the garbage. Yeah, like absolutely. They, the way they lose all decorum when they're in the airport. Bitch. And so like we're standing behind her and she's like, this is on you guys. This is on you, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy's like, I'm trying to help you. And, like, you need to tell me, like, where you're going and, like, I'll try my best. And she's like, no, no. She's just being a bitch. Like, she's being really mean. Yeah. And then he eventually, like, hit a wall where he mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, I'm not going to help you. Since you want to be rude and she was being racist. He's mm-hmm. like, you want to be rude and you want to be racist? Go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, wait. Like, starts trying to cry. Oh, God. And I remember when she, was, when she was doing that, I told, I told my boyfriend, I was like, we're in there, man. I want to yeah. be so nice to uh-huh. this guy. <laughs> so like, she's, he's like, man, move to the side. Mm-hmm. So she moves and I'm like, hi, like being really nice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to help you since some people in here think that I'm not very helpful. <laughs> and I said, period, bitch. <laughs> and that's a sleigh. Yeah. And I got in on the next flight out. <laughs> period. <laughs> you know? And she was like, yeah, I can't believe you. I'm like. Uh, honestly, really, that was a real layup for me. Right, man. right. Slam dunk. <laughs> made my made my job so much easier. <laughs> she was not a queen. But speaking no. of what it takes to be a queen, uh, here on the comment section, what we like to do is we bring videos that are applicable to our topic today, mm-hmm. and then we laugh, Kiki, yeah, all the jokes, all of that. So this first video that we have, I just give summaries of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, a drag queen in Brooklyn Heights mm-hmm. uh, is Brooklyn. performing. And a drunk blonde white woman jumps onto the stage and starts dancing, literally standing in front of Brooke as she's performing, taking videos of her and her face, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's the context of the video. What's your initial reaction? I would love to hear it. Um, there are moments in drag shows where we have audience participation. Yeah. Um, when a queen is on stage yeah. lip syncing, that's not one of those times. You know, like you, you like it's like read the room. Not says, your show, like, babe. Not your show. And I think it's like so funny, like when people want to come on stage and like it's just so like because here's <laughs> the thing: it's like yes, we're working in clubs, and like sometimes I just feel like drag queens in many aspects could just be like mascots for alcohol sales and so I was just all like oh, tip your to get your drink blah 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 because yeah. they always want that bar ring high but then people be getting so like litty city mm-hmm. and then want to like be like this is my show now it's my time yeah to die. this is my moment <laughs> they're all like this is like karaoke right I no ma'am no ma'am no. and it's just like uh, the the amount of like videos that I have like seen like luckily in my experience, um, I don't know. I'm like, maybe it's just the way that I carry myself. But no one's tried it like that with me. <laughs> like, in my, like, That's 11 years of doing drag, no one has tried it like that with me. <laughs> but, like, goodness gracious. It's just, like, it's, like, you wouldn't go to, like, Wicked the Musical and then be, like, Defying Gravity. This is my song. I'm going to get up there. The yeah. Stage. Hip check alphabet to the side, <laughs> right? No, literally. Like, it's so crazy to me. I don't know. I just guess they just need to start building drag stages higher so that people can't <laughs> You get put a, a, a barricade, I like know. when you go see Harry Styles. Exactly, exactly. There. Just like something to just like keep a little um, yeah. distance because people be really wanting to like no, get up literally. there. I, I honestly think I'm like, the people in here didn't come to see you. Yeah. You're a patron. Yeah. Be a patron. Like, you know what I mean? Literally, babe. No they one... did not pay money to come see you. Yeah. It's like, and you don't even know the words. <laughs> and like, you're not serving cunt. You are not. You are not. <laughs> and that's a requirement. P- 
period. to be on the stage. Where is your charisma, uniqueness? <laughs> you got the nerve. Yeah. But then where's the talent? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're missing a few other key yeah. elements, babe. Yeah. <laughs> this. Uh, so we talk about the comments on this video. So like mm-hmm. this one says, I hope he's uncomfortable as I am watching a drag queen reading reading time oh drag queen reading time reading time i'm sorry this guy wrote this so illiterate which is yeah true because he's a bigot yeah um he's uncomfortable watching drag queens read to children is essentially what he's trying to say i don't know why that's such a like hot topic right now oh my gosh but i i don't i just think like first of all kids you know what i mean like i like (laughs) honestly like and this is the thing that i feel like is so annoying so many people try to use um children as the topic and reason to like mask their bigotry yeah. and i'm like they like try to weaponize th- yeah them. and they all oh my god the poor children <laughs> like <laughs> seriously when i think about conditioning when it comes to like sexuality yeah, and like what and is gender. placed on children mm-hmm. i was like heteronormativity is literally yeah. at every turn in movies and cartoons and everything from like the parents being like is that your little girlfriend yeah, exactly. like that happens all the time and i there was so much you know influence on heteronormativity placed on me yeah and i turned out to be a big fag like it, <laughs> like so i just it's like that doesn't work yeah like, that, so like, it's not so really adding up it's babe. not the math is not mathing no and like if you guys were so concerned about like children growing up to be gay then stop procreating because guess much. what only straight people make gay kids <laughs> And that's on period and bitch. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> also, if you care about kids, how come you don't care about gun control? Uh, you, uh, oh. That's the truth of it all, isn't it? Because the men who say... The men and women who say shit like that are always very pro-gun. Right. So, and I'm like... And we're the loudest sense. ones when Uvalde happened. Yeah. And like, hey, this is our... It's not about guns. Yeah. It's about people. Yeah. No. It's about both. Yeah. It's very possible to be about both. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, like... The true tea about stuff like this, because I was just talking about this in some of my TikTok videos about how, like, well, first of all, gender is a construct. Mm-hmm. So it was literally man-made. Made it's not real. Yeah. Like most things that we give meaning as far as like culturally, mm-hmm. uh, in American culture specifically. So it's not real, first of all. But second of all, like there are many other cultures that did not adhere to like a gender binary. Yeah. Prior to being colonized. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So colonization and a lot of times too, like when they are talking about like, you know, men being men and women being women, they mm-hmm. always like equate men being strong to women being weak and needing help or yeah, know, being uh-huh. safe, whatever. <clears throat> a lot of times they don't want to talk about how that's inherently influenced by pedophilia mm. because mm-hmm. they see women as children. Uh-huh. And then you talk about beauty standards and a lot of times they're tied to pedophilia. Yeah. So it's like, that's a you problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pedophilia that you have ingrained in you because of religion and uh-huh. or beliefs that you have, that's on you. Right. They're projecting that onto drag queens. Exactly. Because they're like, well, that's how I am. So that's probably how you are. Right. They're always out there looking for a sexy baby. That's, and that's T. You know? And that's T, bitch. <laughs> that's, why, that's my point. That's why I'm saying like, that's on you. That's like the heaviest projection. Absolutely. Especially since a lot of drag queens, yourself included, are very philanthropic. Mm-hmm. So they're always doing stuff for the community. Yeah. Specifically, not just within the LGBTQIA plus mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. They do it for kids, for mm-hmm. veterans. They do all Absolutely. kinds of stuff for the elderly. Yeah, You know, all the people you don't care about. So it's like now they're choosing now to like talk they're about... They're like, we're going to advocate for those people. Yeah, as if they're doing anything... It's like, what are you actually doing besides just getting in this comment section? (laughs) Like, getting off your little shit bucket (laughs) and, like, getting on this comment section and just, like, running your mouth. What are you doing to help? Like, in that sense, like, okay, you don't like when they do it. Are you doing it? Are you out here reading the children? Walking children in nature? No, you're not. It's, like, the same um, mentality. I saw a tweet once where um, this guy was talking about how the way that, like, conservative people freak out when they see, like, same-sex couples Mm -hmm. on the TV as if they're like not real oh my god like right. like they're watching like house of dragon they're like well that's clearly not real right you know what i mean the way <laughs> right. they, they spin out as if those people don't exist in real exactly. life is very telling to their mm-hmm. life experience but that's the same i'm like y- you know that drag queens exist for obvious reasons but you also know that representation is so important in mm-hmm. all facets who mm-hmm. knows how those kids are going to turn out maybe it's just 
something that they'll see and they'll be like, wow, I feel like I see myself. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I knew I was queer when I was four years old. Well, there you go. Like, that is very young to be like, I fully like understand. And I didn't even have the language or the mm-hmm. vocabulary to describe it, but yeah. I already was starting to understand my identity and yeah. already, because <clears throat> like, Gay kids are not born in the closet. They go in the closet because they start to recognize their feelings, but all they see are like heteronormative like representations Mm -hmm. of like love and romance. Realize that they don't identify and feel the same way. Yeah. And understand that it's like taboo by like things that they hear their parents or their aunts and their uncles like saying. And so then decide like I need to conceal this part about me as much as possible just for my own safety and protection. And I'm just all like by having representation, I was like, that's just allowing kids some freedom to not spend so much time like hating themselves. Exactly. I was just about to say that. To be being afraid of who they really are. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times you would you would think that at this point, right, with all like we have made great strides, but it's still nowhere near enough mm-hmm. as far as representation in many different facets, but especially in mainstream media. But you have like the way that they act like drag queens just popped out of nowhere. Exactly. They haven't been around for centuries, for a century in different aspects too like in different Uh cultures that it's like it's called drag now like Uh in the united you know what i mean like in american culture or whatever but like they've been around for a very long time Mm -hmm. and like they're just now finding everyone because it's so mainstream Mm -hmm. because now it can come into people's living rooms exactly wait a second exactly and then when you think about like the vernacular that people use a lot of times now Mm -hmm. a lot of that is originated from Drag culture. Yes, drag culture. Yeah. Like black trans women. Exactly. I'm just all like, y'all are co-opting all that and aren't even realizing and they don't where even it's coming real- from. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't even realize, like, <laughs> women. I've literally seen, like, white conservative women, like, say things about, like, like slay uh-huh and they and they hate drag and they hate right. trans people and i'm like you have no idea of it yeah exactly you you're like no where idea. do you think that's coming from <laughs> yeah, it's like you guys have none of that spice right come on exactly exactly <laughs> that didn't come from your ancestors no the you only know? thing that they did was colonize like don't you find it funny that like literally white people colonize like the whole world in search of spices and don't use a damn one <laughs> And that's like tea. That's the audacity. They felt the need to steal it all, but didn't use any. I'm like, ah, oh, and your chicken is still unseasoned. <laughs> get it together, man. Yes. <laughs> okay, this next comment says the woman in all caps was much, much better. Okay. Brooklyn, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Have I you seen Brooklyn? Brooklyn? I know. That's what I said. Jesus Christ. Oh my what God. a work of art she is. No, truly. Like, God. show-stopping. I know. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, truly. You want to talk about Except for those feet. Whew, those, <laughs> those fucking ballerina toes are gnarly. <laughs> she will tell you, too. I've been on tour with her before. It's like, you know, you get up in the morning, like... Um, go out in like the front and like you know there's a little galley area where you have your coffee and like yep. you know I remember the first time I was touring with Brooklyn and saw her feet in some slides and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like what happened like God it's just all, like her you know big what? toe literally like looks like a hammer like it was like this is fucking insane it is insane the way that the universe will keep you humble by any means right they'll mm-hmm. give you all of the tools right like one thing exactly it's like Brooklyn Girl, she don't is get flawless from the ankle up like, you know. <laughs> oh my god I'm dead okay this last comment says uh, blokes dressing as women and miming I don't get it Seen a few shows and never found them funny. A few shows? You tuned oh, in? So, yeah. So, you, 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 mm, so you're like going, you're checking them out. Yeah. Uh huh. Sounds like you're a fan. Yeah. So, and I'm just all like, maybe they weren't funny because maybe the numbers that they were doing weren't comedic. She's lip singing. It's not Yeah. And like, be. not everyone's a comedy queen. Well, um, and their brains aren't nearly big enough to like right, hold com- that kind yeah, of information. Uh-huh. Not to like understand like that like the the community of drag and the art form of drag is actually quite broad. And yeah, just like the human experience, there's so many different ways of expressing yeah. yourself. So yeah. it's just like calm down. 
I've seen a few shows. I've seen a few shows. That means you're like right keeping uh-huh. tabs and like who took you or <laughs> did you go on like your own accord? Like yeah. I'm 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 really curious and like do you know the commitment you have to go to like go in person to a drag show like exactly. multiple and then be like I hate this yeah <laughs> it's like why mm, your mom babe? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, not here not in these comments keep yeah, it real the line between love and hate is razor thin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like obsession too. Exactly. At that point, it's giving me fetish. That's what it is. Me. Yeah. Uh huh. I think there's also this like misconception too with with men like that specifically who think that like they think that like drag queens like all of them mm-hmm. don't know that they're men dressing up as women. Right. They you know what they I mean? really are out here thinking that we're trying to fool people. <laughs> like that is the thing. Like they think that we're like trying to be deceptive. And and for them, I think too, because like honestly, most of them when they see us and see these glamazons, there is this little bit of attraction there. Mm-hmm. And then when they realize what it is that they're feeling like attracted to, because mm-hmm. like that's the only way that they know how to like consume beauty is like by being like, I want to penetrate that. Yeah, exactly. Um when they like realize that they're all like oh my god that's like not a cis woman like he tricked me (laughs) and you're all like babes first of all like let's be honest like no one wants you like none of us none of us (laughs) want you like you are a grown man that can't wipe your own ass accurately like babes like we are not coming anywhere no skincare in sight none don't Mm -mm. wear don't wear socks right right oh Mm. You're 0 for 3. Like, yeah, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, you're giving yourself way too much credit. Way too much credit. <laughs> way too much way credit. Too much. It's just like the same. That's the same mentality as like if um, a football player was gay, mm-hmm. then I don't want him watching me when I change. Nobody's watching Maybe, you. Nobody's watching you. Nobody's watching you, okay? Nobody. You got nothing to offer, so it's not really like a win if I were to watch you. Yeah. It's you know just, what I mean? Yeah, it's just so funny how society is like set up to just like how men are just so built up yeah to think that they are just like such prizes <laughs> like for who <laughs> i know i'm prize. like baby nobody is winning anything like you no, like literally. If, if anything you are a constellation <laughs> prize it's just all like wow prize, you're more like there's a virus. this yeah. honestly you're a, a, a virus to me you're a plague is what you are yes that's I the need, truth i need something that can get rid of you in six to eight weeks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally oh my god yeah it's just like that's why i said there's like this misconception that they think it's because they conflate being trans with being a drag queen Mm -hmm. they think Mm -hmm. it's one in the same it's all mutually exclusive that just shows how stupid you are but like also like no one's fooling anyone it's literally art like it's no different from a makeup artist it's like no different from someone who is, who's expressing themselves through makeup or through style in general. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Oh my god! But then they still want to come for women who are makeup artists, and they're all like, "She's tricking me." Yeah, because uh, these contours. And I'm like, dude, like, first of all, she is doing this for herself. Literally, I, like, I'm sorry to break it to you. She's not doing that for you. No, she's not. You are the last person that she is thinking about when she sits on this camera and does this like full glam. It I is absolutely not for you i promise um so don't worry yeah so don't worry about it but yeah do not worry about it's, it well it's also like it speaks to like this larger point too of like if you have like let's say you had a woman who they always like make fun of women specific or femme presenting people in general who like have a lot of piercings mm-hmm. or they have a lot of tattoos or they dye their hair different colors right mm-hmm. they're always like yuck 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 the reason why they feel that way is quite literally because those people do not give a damn what they think. Mm-hmm. They are doing that solely like when when people have all kinds of piercings all down their face, mm-hmm. they're like, ugh. But it's like this, it's almost they feel offended that you don't want to be attractive to them. Absolutely. You're, you're not presenting for them and they're like, I don't want to you, but like, why don't you want me to you yeah it's literally it's, like the most <laughs> asinine thought process they're like i would never in a million years but also like you're not even gonna let me like get the chance yeah i know i was actually watching this tiktok where um this uh woman was like on live and she said like this uh dude was like making some comments about like women and like what he thinks that they need to do to like be considered attractive by men mm-hmm. and she said on the live she like turned him she said but what if 
I don't care if you find me attractive. And he was shook. He was like. Gooped and gagged. Gagged. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Buffering (laughs) immediately. Like, yeah, babes, that's like actually overwhelmingly the majority. Like most. The way that their brains like short circuit, they're like, wait a second. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear, or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, so in this next video, uh, it's an on the street like interview style video. The mm-hmm. man's interviewing. The man interviewing says to a woman, "A few years ago, everyone agreed <laughs> on basic gender principles. All of a sudden, these issues became complicated. What do you think happened?" And she basically says the media is overrepresenting queer people and people who are gender fluid. That they are pushing an agenda of gender expression. Lots to unpack. First of all, let's start with Homeboy. A few years ago, everybody did not agree on gender expressions. Yeah, it's just that nobody challenged you. Yeah, yeah. who's everybody? Yeah, who is everybody? everybody? I did not know that you spoke for all of us. (laughs) Uh, So like, because, you know, leave it up to a cis straight man to be like, okay, so I speak for everybody when I say. Don't worry, they're cool with it. Yeah. They said they told me. They're cool with it. Don't worry. And like, I mean, her whole point of being like, and this is the thing, too, and like this goes along with like what you were saying earlier with like people like acting like, you know, queer people don't, don't exist, exist and never have. And never have. Yeah. She was all like, you can be gay, but like you don't have to be gay in front of me. It's just all like, well, ma'am, it's not like I can take that and tuck it in my back pocket. Like when <laughs> like, I see you coming, I'm like, oh, like, let me just gotta like, put it hide away. it. Yeah. Let me just hide it. Like, <laughs> like, no, ma'am. Sorry. Well. Okay, in that case, I don't want you to be straight in front of me. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that in front of me. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes me... There um, are kids around. <laughs> right. And the way that... Okay. The way that straight couples will, like, literally deep throat each other in public, and then, like, gay people hold hands, and they're like, God, where does it end? Right. They're just pushing it on me. You guys are in... I'm Inside. like, you literally just had, like, your dick in her ass <laughs> at Dave & Buster's. Like, you were grinding up on her, like, at the bar, at the arcade. And somehow, we're being indecent. Like, yeah. the kids did the not see all that you... The way she was sucking your dick and cocking balls all at once. Yeah. And then you, you give your partner a peck on the cheek, and they're like, ah. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. <laughs> These deviants. Yeah. <laughs> God, do it at home. <laughs> right. Uh, They're just so... Not for the kids. And you're actually I... like, we're in a bar. There are no children here. <laughs> I you hope your kid's not I here. Hope they're weirdo. not. God. We're, I'm like, I thought we were alone. Like, we're, like, you're at your own table in a restaurant. Uh-huh. Away from other people. You're uh-huh. on a date. Uh-huh. It's yeah. none of your business what I'm doing over here. Yeah. Why don't you eat your filet in silence? Yes. Okay? Please. I, I think that like this like uh, we all agreed <laughs> everyone agreed on basic gender principles that's why I, but you see those stories of like um you know those like uh they're like historic things of women who were like actually lovers mm-hmm. but they thought they were, were best friends yeah. just like there's lots of men too absolutely all they're throughout roommates. history they were just best friends my sister <laughs> my sister's gay mm-hmm. but she always says like I had a friend like that once. That's no one brings her like this. This is my friend. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's like, I, I also had a friend like that. Gosh. And it also and it always be like, <laughs> at least like in my experience, it always be like black aunties that are like, Where's your little friend at? <laughs> like, that's my my boyfriend. Yeah. Not my little friend. <laughs> 
She's where's, like, your, where's your little friend at? I ain't seen him in a minute. You're like, girl, that's my man. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> Give me a little credit. Right. Just a little bit. Okay, so some of the comments on this. This one says, definitely right. You may say you're not forcing it, but they are definitely pushing it onto our kids. Again with the kids. Again with, it's always the kids. Always the kids. Like, what are you, What what is their obsession with kids and, like, sexuality and children that's, that's giving my, yeah, weird exactly like that's to me i'm like well and then if you think about it when you say you're like pushing this like deviant agenda on children you're also saying that like when you teach people that like queer people exist mm-hmm. that it's automatically gonna be sexual mm-hmm. like that's on you mm-hmm. like you sexualize gay people interesting right yeah that's i'm like so why is that the first thing that you think of exactly Mm -hmm. that's why i'm like unpack that like why is that the first thing you think of and that's why i pointed out pedophilia being like a pillar of white supremacy Mm -hmm. because it is yep and like you are inherently pedophilic because you uphold white supremacy so Mm -hmm. you automatically think that gay people existing or telling other people like hey gay people exist in the Mm -hmm. world that they're automatically going to start talking about sex yeah that's weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, and also to like anybody that like I know <clears throat> who is like queer and experienced like any type of like pedophilia or like sexual abuse mm-hmm. at the hands of an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even gonna say 10 times out of 10. Yeah. It has always been a cis hetero identifying man. Mm. So when we think about who we should be concerned about leaving our children around That's and what with, I'm it's them. And yeah. he who doth protest too much, like babes, like the ones that are out there so angry, I'm like, those are exactly the dudes that you do not leave your children yeah, around. Yeah, calls coming from inside the house. Baby. It really is. <laughs> it's ringing and it's been ringing for a long time. Uh-huh. It's It's one of those things where I think like people are just unwilling to like confront their own implicit biases i mean obviously mm-hmm. but like at the same time just like weaponizing children all the time is just yeah it's so gross like yeah. you're you're using them as a vehicle to platform your own bigotry exactly where if you told like if you tell children like hey like if another children a child in a class like had two dads mm-hmm. if you tell them well he has two dads mm-hmm. and they're like well what about his mom and he's like well he doesn't have a mom he has two dads mm-hmm. you know what children would do okay okay like they they need nothing else, Mm-mm. nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Literally, like uh, when you explain to children in the most simple of terms, they're like, "Okay, you can you convince children that Santa Claus exists. Yeah, you convince them that an old white man breaks into their home <laughs> in the middle of the night and leaves gifts, and if he if they're not good, he punishes them. Yeah, and gives them rocks. Yeah, you convince them of that man existing, mm-hmm. and you think you can't tell them." Yeah. That someone else just happens to have same sex parents. Yeah, exactly. Come on, babe. Right. You spin yarns for years about a scary white man. If you think about Scar- the premise of Santa Claus, it's actually kind of terrifying. I was I was terrified of Santa <laughs> like in my younger years. Like I just remember cuz like also like you better not watch out, you better not cry. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like I remember just like having like these like nightmares that I was going to wake up and this like big fat old white man was just going to be looming over me in my bed just like you know He's being like to... did you leave out cookies <laughs> you know what I mean if but... you think about it in terms like that it's crazy it's really crazy you're like <laughs> why am I leaving out desserts for an intruder <laughs> for a robber <laughs> I know <laughs> who's like coming in entering? my house through my chimney of all places <laughs> The Tooth Fairy is another one. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird fetish to have, collecting teeth. Weirdo. Right. You convince them that that bitch exists, and you right. think you can't tell them that someone has two moms? Right. Not Come hard. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm like. You tell them that, and they're like, oh. oh. Okay. Okay. I once convinced my brother when he was little. You know the red box machines? Mm-hmm. I once convinced him that there was, like, a person in there working. <laughs> Like I convinced, told him I said every time he lives in there, right? I said, I told like kind of like a little like elf, okay, like a little like, like, uh huh. Well, I was describing him as evil, but like I told him like he lived in there and like his only job was to dispense movies. And my my brother was looking at, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, dude. And I did that just because, yeah. Like I didn't have any. There was no gain for me at the end of that. I just just did it. See if I can convince him. (laughs) And he believed me. That's, that's my point. That's yeah, literally my exactly. point. But you could tell them the most ridiculous, 
like crazy thing in the world and they'd be like, wow. Wow. Okay. So like you think you can't tell them real life things, you're out of your mind. You're right. not giving them enough credit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this next quote says, or comment says, even Disney's promoting it to kids. Uh, the most tired argument in the world. It is. It's so tired. Like, okay. <clears throat> I recently, because like I didn't even realize, because also I don't like really pay attention to these types of things. Yeah. Um, because like other people's opinions, they're their opinions. Yeah, you, know but you can't saying? change I, their mind. Right, exactly. I always like to just like develop my own. But um, the film Lightyear, the like Buzz Lightyear movie yeah. on Pixar, apparently, well, not apparently, but according to like their projections in terms like tanked at the box office and that was mostly because people were rallying because they were like there's a same-sex kiss between two women and they're like it's terrible we won't let our children see it and it's like literally two women on like their like 40th anniversary who just like give each other a peck and like that is it's like she says hey it's like a little like that is it yeah and i watched the lightyear movie and if anyone hasn't seen it watch it yeah it was so good and to think that like this movie didn't get the reception that it really i think truly deserved just because all these people heard about there being two same sex like characters who are in love with each other that exist in this movie that like oh my god we can't we absolutely can't let our kids see this and you know what's wild is like if you think about snow white she's 14 Mm. And that's a grown man that yeah. kisses her against her will, by the way. That's a solid right, vibe. Babes. She's Sleeping unconscious. Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, she's 15. Yeah. Mm. Pedophilia is okay. Yeah. Got it. Pocahontas, also 15. Yeah, yeah. She was 13. Oh, shit. The real Pocahontas was 13, and that story's fucked up for that a reason. That is even more. That is Interesting. Up. I can't believe you guys care so much what? about consensual love. That's right. crazy yeah. that you care about that. I... <laughs> In the way that they described it, too, was like you would have thought it was like an orgy happening in the movie. Absolutely. And it's literally like, if you barely, blink, that's it. you will miss it. Yeah. yeah like, you yeah. will, like, if you blink at that moment, you'll miss it. You look down to eat your popcorn, it's gone. Honestly, it's I'm not even fleeting. joking. The first time that I watched the film, I missed it. <laughs> You're like, wait. And I was like, oh my God, did they like... cut? Yeah, I was like, did they like cut it out? And then I was like watching it with a friend, and I was like, oh, it is in the movie. I was like, that was like half a second. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, it that for so many people derailed the whole purpose and plot of like what this movie is yeah. about. You and know? it wasn't about the couple. No. Right. It was literally part of like a montage. So it's like literally half a There's second. There's all these different things that yeah. are happening. And it's like literally this little half a second. And I was just like, wow. I'm like, how do y'all go through life? Living right? like that? Living like that and like being so like oh my god, I can't believe they're showing me... Like, how do you go through life? I, if that's I the hardest like a, thing you have to deal with, give up now. Yeah. Life's too hard. I feel like a lot of people don't, like, spend enough time trying to, like, figure out or discover what their own specific, unique, like, purpose is. Yeah. And so they try to, like, create purpose for themselves, like, in areas where, like, it really just, like, is not necessary. Right. And so some people are like, well, you know what? I'm going to be this warrior for, like, <laughs> everything that is good and pure in yeah. this world. And you're all like, well, so much of the fundamentals that, like, your ideals are based off of are actually, like, really, like, violent and mm-hmm. shitty. And I'm like, very and interesting. Yeah. And, and misogynistic, in like just mm-hmm. all of that. Yep. I'm like, weird. Yeah. I always think with stuff like that, especially, I'm like, well, first of all, you don't have a job, clearly. Uh, and second of all, y'all want to be oppressed so bad. <laughs> y'all want to be oppressed that so That part. That part. <laughs> the like way you guys that, just make shit up so oh you can be, a, my you can be like, I can't believe they're doing this to me. During the during the um, uh, midterm elections, when mm. I was still in um, Atlanta, when they started like running their campaign yeah. ads, they legitimately ran this ad in Georgia that was just all like racism towards white people has increased so much. Like uh, you should have seen, it was like all these like sad white. They're like, <laughs> they're like, it's like that Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Very that. All these like white people that were just all like, oh damn, it's so hard being white now. And I literally watched. I was like, it felt like an SNL skit, and I was like, this is like legit. Did you, you say Lauren Michaels is gonna eat that up <laughs> when he sees that? <laughs> he's he's like, gonna eat that up, girl. 
<laughs> so I got you a whole know. run. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't believe that's real. And I was, I, I remember like genuinely wondering, I was like, I wonder if these actors in this commercial who were just like acting really sad in all these like different scenarios, like they're all like, they're not receiving like accurate hospital care. I was like, I wonder if any of them knew like going into it, like when they got hired for the job that they were going to be <laughs> yeah. in an ad that was just all like, no more racism towards white people. Yeah. Like, would you be so embarrassed? Like that you see and you're like, oh. <gasps> I didn't know they were going to use her. It mainly like, it made me think of like uh, this Broad City episode where like um, Abby did like an illustration for like a dating service. Yeah. And then like later on sees the commercial and she's like, cause she's like apartment shopping and it's like an interracial couple. And she's like, oh my God, that's the drawing I did. And it's for a dating service. that's like literally just for white people. It's like literally she drew all these multicultural people and in it they like remove all of them. They're all like, we choose the cream of the crop because we only use the cream. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, she's like, oh. And she's literally like, uh, and I was like, I that's what I felt. I'm like, I feel like some of these actors had no idea and then yeah. saw that and were like the way they have like in the arms of an angel playing yes, over it. And they're uh-huh. like And that's why I said like just because I've said this before on my TikTok, literally. Uh I was like, just because your feelings get hurt does not mean you're being oppressed. Yeah, babes. Those two things are not the same. Nope. And you would know that if you were actually being oppressed uh-huh. in any way, shape, or form. You would <laughs> you would be well aware of the difference. I yes. can promise you that. Okay, and this last one says, and if you can't see this see this agenda, that's part of an even bigger one, then you're lost. We need to stand together. They're just making up fan fiction. It's Basically, lore. Yeah, yeah, it is. I really want to know what because people talk about the agenda. I have not received the manual for the queer agenda you haven't yet. been on the email chain no oh, i just man. really want to know what the agenda <laughs> you're all clue me in is you're all been know? out the loop for a while for a while you know <laughs> my I'm... friend emily grayson uh-huh. she told me her gay agenda is astrology oh there she's you like pushing it and making everyone believe in it that's my game <laughs> like, i was, like, <laughs> I was uh, walking home from dinner just last week and um I saw this person who was walking and they had this tote bag and they were like, this bag contains my queer agenda. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great, great bag. I really was like, damn, I want that tote. You know what's so funny too is like as much pain and suffering as like the LGBTQIA plus community has gone through, Mm -hmm. they will make a joke and they will sell it, bring the house down. They will make a joke out of like this active oppression that's Mm -hmm. constantly happening. They will always find light and laughter inside of it. Absolutely. And I admire that, dude. It gives me hope. It literally inspires me. Honestly, because sometimes you just gotta laugh to not cry. No, truly. It's just all like humor verges right on tragedy. So it really is about, you know, kind of taking a lot of those like darker things and finding a way to just like collectively laugh about them because we're just all like otherwise we would just like, you know, be all shitty and sad and miserable like yeah. the people that are coming for exactly. us exactly that's know? like all you really can do I feel like and like honestly a lot of these times like I really do pity these people because I'm just all like it, I cannot imagine how like scary it is to have such a small mind Yeah. like I'm like the world must be a frightening place because I yeah. just think like because it feels like it's like it almost is like your brain has not developed to a certain level and I think almost of like um, cavemen. Yeah, like and Neanderthals. Like, Neanderthals. Literally. And like, yeah. there's like, what is the movie called? Like, The Croods or whatever. And it's about <laughs> yeah. these cavemen. And like, the dad is like afraid of everything, yeah. you know? And I'm just all like, that's how I feel. Like, some of these people are. They're just so Damn. wrapped up in fear. And fear is such a powerful tool, yeah. you know? And people use that to get what they want out of people yeah. to like engage them and enrage them yeah. and like try and activate it's them like by using farming. their, yeah, their fear against them. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I've never thought about it. Like, that's such a great comparison. I love that right. movie. The um, Croods is such a great movie. <laughs> so but that's a great example. Yeah, it's just like fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and in just a really, really righteous ignorance. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm always like, white supremacy and homophobia, misogyny, like all racism, all of those bigoted things are so deeply ingrained in so many things. Yeah. Once you start unpacking it, you're like free. Mm-hmm. When you like unlearn and release yourself... You'll be so much happier. Yeah. Your and skin feel, will clear up. Absolutely. You'll make you'll more money. You'll get better sleep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You'll just, you'll find, you'll get good dick, good mm-hmm. whatever it is you want. Yes. Right. You'll get laid. Right. You'll just be happy overall. You'll get funnier. And I feel like, true. <laughs> 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 and I feel like genuinely like, 
unlearning things takes a little bit more effort than yeah. learning them and people just I don't want to make the effort because it's like easier to just kind of like live in that fear and some yeah. people like wear it as like a badge of honor and I'm like I'm like don't you love America aren't you guys all about working right get to work bitch get to work blue collar ass <laughs> right and actually start working on yourself first yeah you know? go ahead and do that we're good over here right babes but, we're thriving yeah but you know why because we're queens yeah period so we've talked about a lot of things right mm-hmm. What would you say you want people to really, really know what it's like to like embody being a queen or feel like a queen in their own life? What is really, really important? Whether it's like just their how they should feel about themselves, how they should see the world in general, mm-hmm. all of those things. Honestly, I'll just say what I feel like helps me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Every day, I really just, like, focus on gratitude because there are so many people out there in the world that are dealing with, like, much deeper and harder struggles than Mm -hmm. we ourselves are going through. And I try to use, like, every single little thing about, you know, my life to just, like, be grateful for. Like, the fact that I'm just, like, I have, like the ability to move around in my body and get up and like walk or like step into a bathtub. Like some people don't even have like the physical ability to do something like that. You know, some people deal with, you know, really difficult mental health issues. Like I have like clarity over my mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And so even when I'm like struggling my most, I just always try to focus on gratitude and then like after I focus on that gratitude then I can sit there and like build myself up talk myself up and be like and you got this and you're worth all of this and you can do this and like and and as grateful as you are for yourself this world needs to be grateful to have you you know so I just feel like that's like what I do and so I would encourage like any other queen to do that for themselves and just like know that like you have so much value Mm -hmm. and like learn to value yourself before you allow anybody to affect the way that you feel about yourself love because if you can't love yourself how how are you gonna gonna love love anybody else else? look at that like it seems it seems so cheap but honestly like a lot of those things like rupaul's little isms have just like sometimes they'll come back to me and i'm just like god that's just so true it is it's so true and it's so applicable Mm -hmm. and i feel like especially now in times like this with so much access to so many things and so much information in general, it's really important to have a very strong sense of self or like mm-hmm. constantly work. I'm a big affirmations girl. Yeah. Love to say affirmations out loud. They may mm-hmm. make you feel corny, but I think that they mm-hmm. really help because the mind is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. You tell yourself you're awesome. Eventually you're going to believe it, but yeah, I promise you absolutely. that. So I want to thank the wonderful, amazing Shay Kule for joining me today. You are so incredible. Yes, thank you. you. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, of course. Do you have anything coming up that you'd like to promote? Yeah. So you guys should definitely check out my upcoming tour with Betty Who. We're going to be doing 22 cities in the U.S. Um, It's the big tour. I'm going to be opening up for her. Um, Definitely uh, keep a lookout for my album that drops next month. Um, so exciting and yeah and then for all of our folks um, in the UK and Europe I will be over there uh, doing my solo tour in April so fucked and busy bitch I love that (laughs) (laughs) and thank you all for joining me thank you so much to my wonderful guest Shay Kool-Aid oh wait where can everybody find you oh you can find me um, at Shay Kool-Aid on Instagram uh, Twitter uh, TikTok, uh, Christian Mingle, um, all the things. <laughs> Farmers only. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us today on this episode. Thank you so much to my wonderful guest, Shay, for joining me. If you want to watch full episodes, you can catch them all on Spotify. I'll see you next week. Bye.